This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. I have a personal announcement, though. Uh, I'm placing a personal bounty on the head of Tim McCracken. He's the coach and chief punk on that Syracuse team. A, a bounty? Yeah. A hundred bucks of my own money for the first of my men that really nails that creep. Uh, that's eight o'clock at the War Memorial, the uh, Syracuse, and the all-new Charleston Chiefs. Thanks, Rich. Eh, not to worry, kid. It's time for another episode of The Drop Podcast. The Drop is an unbiased, in-depth hockey podcast dedicated to the St. Louis Blues and all the hot topics within the NHL. So tell the ref you don't mind the game misconduct penalty. You are headed to the locker room anyway to listen to The Drop. Here's your host, Lance DeScott. It is great to be back here with you guys for another episode of the Drop Podcast. I am Lance Escott, your host. Let's get right into this Blues-Islanders game. For some reason, the Blues, whether it's a Sunday afternoon game, whether it's a holiday day game, and a lot of times on a Saturday afternoon game, they don't play very well. Uh, They will either just get torn apart and lose by several goals, or they may take a lead and end up losing the game. And that is exactly what happened in this game. The Blues started out looking pretty good. Wouldn't say it was their best effort of the year, although there's a small sample size. But overall, in the first two periods, they played pretty good. Bennington was on his game, didn't have to make a lot of tough saves, but made the saves he needed to. And when he did have to make a tough save, he did it. But this all fell apart. I would say it started with about 10 minutes left in the third. You could just tell something changed in this team. I don't know if Barube said, let's tighten things down, let's make sure we play defensively, let's stay back, but you could watch the defense in this game. They weren't pushing it up to the offensive zone as much. They were staying back in the neutral zone to the blue line. It didn't happen all the time, but it did happen quite a bit at the last half of the third period. Then all of a sudden, The Islanders start just storming back. No excuses, guys. Craig Brubay said he thought they played good. Well, in my mind, you can't say you play good if you lose a game and give up two goals in the last five and a half minutes or so of the game and then lose in overtime. You can say that, well, we played good until that last eight to ten minutes of the third period, and I thought we were on our heels, which they were. But let's start off with a positive. A guy that's just been red hot this year, Braden Shin gets another goal and gives the Blues a one to nothing lead. Tarasenko now played back for Dunn. He'll drop it off for Schwartz. Then across the Falk. Around the horn it goes. In front they score! Tarasenko tips it in from Shan. And he gets his first of the year. And the Blues lead one nothing. Good play by Dunn at the left point. Bought some time, drops it back to Jaden Schwartz. And I think that backed off the New York Islanders a little bit. That puck may have gone off an Islander. I wasn't convinced by the reaction of Tarasenko that he actually scored the goal. And it looks to me like Braden Shen's going to get his fifth goal in five games. Let's take a closer look. Yes, goes off the defenseman's stick. I don't believe Tarasenko got a piece of it. Hanger is dead on. Tarasenko did not get a piece of it. He was in front of the net, but it went off of an Islander stick and in the goal. Sometimes when you're on a roll, those kind of goals just tend to go in for you. When you're not scoring very well, you don't get those breaks. But Braden Shin has been red hot so far this season, and he gets his fifth goal. Falk gets a second assist. Schwartz gets his fourth assist. 
Six minutes, 48 seconds in. That would be the only goal of the first period. The Islanders outshot the Blues 9-7. to Moving into the second period, I thought this was the Blues' best period overall. They outshot the Islanders 10-4. to They put pressure on Thomas Grice, and he had to come up with some big saves in the second period, including this one. Dobson is the only extra bodies the Islanders have right now after a couple of injuries. As Fabry's backhand from in tight, grabbed and held by Grice. A lot of people don't think Thomas Grice is a decent goalie. But he's a pretty good goalie. He's had some pretty good years. He's had a bad year. But overall, I think he's a pretty consistent backup goalie. And in the second period, he shows he definitely belongs in the NHL. Because the Blues, I would think, out of their 10 shots, probably had three or four very good opportunities. But he kept the Islanders in the game. Heading into the third period, the Blues would get a power play opportunity. And we all thought Tarasenko got that first goal. Well, he actually gets a goal in this one to give the Blues a 2 to nothing lead. Now it's down low again for Shen. Feathers one over for Tarasenko. 35 to go in the power play. Tarasenko again, shoots, he scores! And the Russian gets on the board. He'll get this one. A power play goal makes it 2 nothing. A little tweak in the power play by Craig Berube. And they go the entire line, Schwartz, Shen, and Tarasenko with two defensemen on the point. Often you do that at the very end of the power play just to make sure that when the other team's player comes out of the penalty box, you're not, you're not at a disadvantage with four forwards. But a good keep in there by Colton Pareko. Really hustled to keep that puck, and otherwise this is a dead play. Nice little fake there by Vince Dunn right over to Tarasenko in just a matter of time before the sniper snipes one, and he does so. Clean shot in the net and out of the net, just like that. This goal is a great example of excellent crisp passing on the power play. Shin has the puck, gets it to Tarasenko. Tarasenko has it briefly, gets it to Pareko. Tarasenko's just wide open over in the right faceoff circle, scoots up a little bit, and within that faceoff circle, takes a nice shot, puts it past Thomas Grice, and the Blues are up two to nothing. It's so nice to see a first goal by Tarasenko, and it's very nice to see a power play goal this year. They've been few and far between. That goal by Tarasenko was his first of the year. Dunn gets his first assist. Shin gets his second assist. Five minutes, 23 seconds in. The Blues are up. And they are looking pretty good at this point. But like I said, it seemed like right around that 10-minute mark or so, maybe a little bit later in the period, the Blues started playing more defensively. And they weren't stretching the puck out as much. They weren't getting as many shots on Thomas Grice as they did in the first couple periods. In fact, the Islanders outshot the Blues 18-6 to in the third period. So when I say they dominated those last 10 minutes, the Islanders really did, and the Blues were on their heels. Brock Nelson, who is a very good player, gets his third goal of the year, and the Islanders are back in this one at 2-1. to As Michael Dalcole swarmed, lost it, got it back. Brock Nelson scores! Islanders are alive. They cut it to one with five and a half to go. Well, that started in their in their own zone, Brendan, where they're able to pick it out with a little speed, a little wraparound face-off win, and then Pellick all the way around and a great play along the boards with Anthony Beauvilliers. He's able to show some great patience, makes a pass to Del Cole. He kind of fumbles it a little bit, but he stays right with it. He trips, gets that stick out, get it down on the ice, and then Brock Nelson, a quick release on the short side as Bennington was never able to get in the kind of position he'd like. A very bad clearing attempt by Jaden Schwartz. It was very lackadaisical. 
Cole gets the puck, gets it over to Nelson, puts it by Jordan Bennington, who was not tight enough against that post. It gets past him, and I'm sure Jordan Bennington would like to have that one back. Two key mistakes there in that one. Schwartz couldn't get the puck out, and Bennington should have made that save. And if you ask him, I know he would say he should have made it. That goal by Nelson would be his third of the year. Cole gets his first assist, 14 minutes, 29 seconds. The Islanders are back in it. And you could just tell something was going to happen good for the Islanders. They were swarming the Blues. They were putting pressure on Bennington. Bennington was doing his best to keep the Blues in the game. But with just 27 seconds left on the clock, Matthew Barzell ties this game up at two to take it to overtime. Clear, knocked down by Boychuk. Keeps it alive. Barzell off the stick. They score! St. Louis Blues stick and Barzell, well, he's leading the parade, so he finally gets his first goal, and that will help him. Tremendous pressure again by the Islanders as they outwork the St. Louis Blues. The St. Louis Blues, who were so good at deflecting pucks and getting their sticks in the shooting areas, put one in their own net. Matt Barzell will take it. 26 seconds left. It should have never gotten to this point. Here's why. As I stated, this all started about 8 to 10 minutes left in the third period. The Islanders really were swarming. They were looking much better than the Blues. The Blues were on their heels. The Blues just looked outplayed. And that's one thing you didn't see in the playoffs last year very much. The Blues outplayed everyone else, and that's why they won the Cup. But in this game, they were definitely outplayed in the last 8 to 10 minutes of the third period. If I was Craig Berube, after that goal to make it 2-1, to one, I would have called a timeout. I would have settled things down, talked to everybody, and let them know, hey, just keep playing your game, take the body, get the puck out of the offensive zone quickly, let's go home with a 2-1 to win. But he didn't do that, and he should have done that. And because of it, a bad deflection goal, it goes off one of your own sticks, and you put it past your own goalie, and you've got ahead to OT. And over time, the Blues didn't look very good at all, just like they did in the last 8-10 to 10 minutes of the third period. Just a little bit in, Devin Taves gets his second goal of the year and gets the Islanders a 3-2 overtime win. Here's Barzell. Weaves to the outside. Barzell scores! Devon Taves with the overtime winner! Two in the final, 5-31 of the third. And Devon Taves ends it for the Isles. Now you talk about justice, really. As Perron got away with a hook, Brendan, just before that... This is a huge win for the Islanders. Yes, it's early on in the season, but they needed something to kind of galvanize them a little bit for the start of this season. They have struggled. They haven't played with a lot of energy, a lot of emotion. And all of a sudden, just in a five-minute period, they found all of what they've been missing. Terrible defensive structure in overtime. Tarasenko, O'Reilly, and Petrangelo, and I know Petrangelo hurt himself a couple seconds before this goal happened. But they're all taking Barzell. Nobody is watching Devin Taves. He just sneaks in on the side. He's wide open. Barzell gets him the puck and he puts it past Jordan Bennington. Terrible defense in OT. Bad play in the last 10 minutes of the third period. Cost the Blues this game. The Islanders had not been playing well all year. They were having problems struggling. And within a span of about six, six and a half minutes or so, they score three goals against the Blues and get the win. 
That goal by Tejas is his second of the year. Brazil gets his third assist. Nelson gets his second assist. Islanders win 3-2 in OT. Let's go to the stats of the game. The Islanders outshot the Blues 32-23, and 18 of those shots were in the third period alone. The Blues did dominate the faceoff circle 61% to 39%. The Blues were 1-2 for two on the power play. Islanders were 0-1. for one. The Islanders outhit the Blues 33-22. The Blues outblocked the Islanders 22-18. Islanders had 23 giveaways to the Blues 17. Let's get to the post-game interviews where we're going to hear from Jordan Bennington, Braden Shin, and of course, Craig Berube on this game. And I want everybody to listen closely to what Craig Berube says. A tough one, how that one slip away. Played a pretty solid game and, uh, you know, one goal they, they got some momentum off of. And, uh, yeah, we saw it. What, uh, was it just a case momentum and things just started to slide their way, I guess, or go their way after that goal? Uh, yeah, it happens. And, you know, we were still competing, but it wasn't really uh, working for us. And uh, it happens quick, and that's why you got to play a full 60 and you got to be consistent all the way through and work hard. And, you know, hopefully this is a lesson learned for, for all of us to, you know, really just, just finish teams and close out games. Did, did that first one, I don't know, surprise you where it went or anything, or just a good shot by him? A uh, bit of a knuckle puck, uh, you know, good goal, no. Kind of sucks and frustrated and not happy with how the, the game finished off there, but, um, you know, we got to pick ourselves back up and, and look forward to the next game. A normal uh, four-game trip, you'd, you'd, you'd probably be okay with five points. Are you still okay with it or maybe, I don't know, not because of, uh, you know, how, how good you guys started on the trip? No, uh, you know, we had this win and uh, it's frustrating. We, we wanted uh, three wins here, obviously, after that loss last game, and uh, it's frustrating, and it's, it's, you know, it's not us, so we're going to pick ourselves back up and uh, get back to work. Um, no, I think, um, I think we just you know, took our foot off the gas. Um, you know, they hemmed us in uh, our own end for you know, parts of the third period, and uh, we were able to, uh, unable to uh, you know, keep the lead. Yeah, first game, first goal, excuse me, seemed like a big momentum. Switch your forward, got the crowd back into it. Is that, yeah, is that what you I said? Mean, yeah, we, uh, you know, um, you know they, they put one on that there. Obviously got the little crowd into it, a little bit of momentum. But, um, you know, I think as a team, uh, in the third period especially, we got to do a better job with managing the puck. The first 55 minutes was Blues hockey, though, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I mean, um, if we felt like we got to our game there in the second period, um, you know, grinding them down, uh, cycling, uh, and that's kind of how the style we have to play. And, and like I said, um, you know, we were pretty good for, for most of the game tonight, but just weren't able to, uh, you know, get the win. Craig, you had to be disappointed with how that one ended. You know, I thought we played a heck of a game. You know, a couple bad breaks and they tied it up, and, you know, overtime. But I liked our game. You had to feel like the first 55 minutes, it was, it was, it was your game, right? Yeah, I mean... You know, we, I thought that we did a real good job tonight in managing the puck and uh, controlling the play in the offensive zone for most of the game, doing all the right things, you know. Um, just, uh, you know, a couple bad breaks, and that's that's the way it goes sometimes. You you, you mentioned before the game that you, you, you wanted Vladdy maybe to get inside more. Did you see some of that? Uh, yeah, I thought he was way better tonight. Uh, you know, he got a nice PP goal, but he's inside the dodge shooting that puck. He got five shots on that. Uh, he was he was a lot better tonight. It's good to see. 
that first goal seemed to, to get them momentum? How, how could you stem that tide? Did better puck management? Or? Yeah, I think um, trying to make a better play at the blue line there, but, uh, you know, and, you know, that's just the way it goes sometimes. What was the tying goal? Was that, was that a deflection? Or? Yeah, it went off our stick. Yeah, yeah. And over time, it's just, I guess, kind of a crapshoot, right? Well, you know, we got to do a better job of, you know, we, we it was kind of a tough change, but Petro got hit with a puck and uh, clearly was uh, under in some pain. And, um, you know, when Barzal went around the net and there's no, just Petro, like, I mean, we just didn't cover the guy in the slot, but uh, he was in some pain. Petro got hit with a shot there before that, so. How about uh, McEachern' decision to, to put yeah, in? Yeah, I thought he was really good. I thought he provided a lot of energy for us. Uh, that was a big thing uh, for me. His energy, his skating is, uh, is a strong point, and I thought that he did a good job. He skated hard, finished his checks, and uh, pressured the other team. So as tough as the end was, if you if you play like you did tonight, you'll feel well. I mean, you got to you know you, you're going to play really well and lose some games. You know, and we got a point out of it. Uh, overall, it was a real good road trip, I thought. Um, you know, you come away with that many points on a road trip, you're doing a good job. I think our guys did a good job. So, uh, you know, it's unfortunate. You're up 2 nothing. You want to win the game, but it, things happen sometimes. Now, I've been getting some emails and some other direct messages on Twitter. People are saying I'm too hard on the Blues. Let's enjoy the Stanley Cup win. Guys, that's last year. You can't look at your team and go, well, they won a cup last year. Let's not be hard on them. And I'm not being hard on them. You've got to bring out the good and the bad. And for two and a half periods, the Blues and Jordan Bennington played very, very good. They did. It might have been their best game of the year up to that point. But when you fall apart at the last part of the game, regardless of a lucky bounce, regardless of a lucky shot, you still give up goals. That goal that made it 2-1, to one, bad mistake by Jaden Schwartz. Terrible mistake by Jaden Schwartz, and it started it all from there. But Jordan Bennington should have made that save. Can you imagine if this would have happened to Jake Allen? If the Blues would have been up 2 to nothing, and he would give up three goals, including the overtime loser, the Blues fans would be calling for his head. They would demanding that he be traded. They wouldn't look at the fact that one of the pucks went off one of their own players' sticks, they wouldn't look at that at all. They also wouldn't look at the fact that three guys were trying to cover Barzell in OT and they left Taves wide open. This was a bad last 10 minutes of the game. That's it. The Blues played very, very good in the first two and a half periods. I give them that. But we can't sit there and look at it and say, oh, it's early in the season. Well, you know, it is early in the season. But you can fall behind. If you guys think the Blues are going to be having struggles this year and come back and be the hottest team in the second half from being in last place, which I don't think they're going to be, but if you feel that they can do that again, you're lying to yourself. It's only happened once in NHL history. The Blues need to stay steady. They need to continue to play 60 minutes, not 50, not 55. You cannot have a two to nothing lead with five minutes and 37 seconds left. I think that's what it was. And lose the game three to two in overtime. You have to make sure you win that game. The Blues aren't playing bad this year. They're just making some mistakes and they're going to have to rectify it. I'm not the sky is falling type of person, 
But when I see a team play 50 minutes and then fall apart, I'm going to tell you they played 50 minutes and fall apart. I'm not going to say they had a good or a great game because they didn't. They had a good 50 minutes. And we all know a steady 60 minutes wins you games. You have a bad five minutes, whether it's in the first period, second period, or third period, and that loses you games. Hell, you have a bad two and a half minutes and it can lose you games. The sky's not falling, guys, but this was just a tough loss for me to swallow. I want to thank everybody for joining me for this episode of the Drop Podcast. Join me again when I recap the Blues-Vancouver game that'll happen this Thursday night. It's a late game, guys. Stay up, because I'm going to to watch it. It's probably going to be worth it. Maybe the Blues can get back in the winning track, cut down on their mistakes, and start a nice winning streak. Until next time, let's go Blues! Thank you for joining us for this episode of The Drop Podcast. To get more of The Drop, check out our website at droppodcast.com. You can also find us on Google Play, iTunes, and the iHeartRadio app. You can follow us on Instagram at the.drop.podcast or on Twitter at Drop Hockey Show. You can email The Drop Podcast or host Lance Descott at lanced at droppodcast.com. To find out more about Lineup Media, go to lineupmedia.fm. Until next time, let's go blues. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.